Welcome to today's online message from Long Eaton Oasis Christian Centre. We are a church at the heart of the community, with a heart for the community. And we're so glad that you've joined us. We hope that you'll be inspired and encouraged today. Please don't hesitate to contact us. If you want to find out more, you can visit our website, www.longeatonoasis.co.uk, or you can direct message us. Uh, just over the next few minutes, just want to share a couple of thoughts before we end our time. I think Caroline and Val and Steve do brilliant. Uh, yeah. I'd say baptism services out of all services are always my favourite services just because it's about lives being transformed and changed and, and uh, the journey, hearing the journey that people have took. Uh, if you were to write your life story in six words... Uh, what would you write? If you had six words to write your life story up to this point, uh, what would your story be? Um, that's a challenge for us to think about, maybe. Anyone got any thoughts on that? I think I need to give you time on that. There was, a, there was an author called Ernest Hemingway. He did, did have some time to think about it. And this well-known author, Ernest Hemingway, um, he uh, made himself even more famous after a bet. There was some... Uh, other authors who said, I bet you can't write a story in six words. And he took up the challenge of that. And in fact, he did manage to write a story in six words. And uh, through that, he got even more uh, notoriety and fame as an author. And the six words were this, uh, for sale, baby shoes, never worn. And those six, six short words projected him into one of the, a, a well-read author. People were so like questioning, what was that story about? What, what do those six words mean? What is the story behind that story? And uh, in fact, he, he, he knew huge success as a result of that. And he went on to write sequels. This is true story. His sequels, six-word sequels were, Have you seen Enormous Baby Escaped? Um, Baby Crusher's pickup truck, bare hands. So there were some other six-word stories that he, he wrote. And this morning, we, as I said, we've heard some incredible stories. Uh, and even six words can tell a story because words are powerful, as I'm sure that we know. The words can build us up and encourage us and equip us. They can pull us down and hurt us and wound us. So words are powerful. And there's some, some research that shows that 20,000 words are spoken a day by the average woman. <laughs> it is... Uh, listen, I'm only going on the statistics. I haven't put this together. Do you think the words used by the average man are more or less? I'll tell you. 7,000 words by the average man. <laughs> um, and maybe all of us could do with the considering the words that we use before we speak them. And as I said, some words that can build us up and knock us down, encourage us. When I was at school, I had a few words spoken over me, and not all of them were nice. Uh, I was rubbish at PE, uh, did everything to get out of PE, much like my daughter, actually, like father, like daughter. Uh, I got moved down a set in mathematics, and... Um, and I also nearly blew up the um, science lab. The, can you remember the days Caroline used a Bunsen burner and leave them Bunsen burners on? You don't want to do that. But uh, one subject that I really did enjoy was art. And um, I'll never forget the words of my art teacher, Caroline, you'll remember, Mr. Fletcher. 
Yeah, that was the reaction Mr. Fletcher got from a lot of people. Mr. Fletcher was quite a hard taskmaster. He didn't mince his words. A lot of people didn't like him as a teacher. But I'll never forget the day when I got my homework back. And just a few words that he put in my homework book were, brilliant, keep it up. And it was those four, is it four, brilliant, keep it up? Four words that really um, propelled me to continue to, with my love of art. So I went on to do a uh, GCSE art, I went on to do A-level art, then an art diploma and eventually went to, to university. And, and it was those four simple words that actually made a difference in my life. And uh, I've still got that homework book to this day. How old's that? That's probably antique now. It's been that long since I left school. The book of James in the Bible, go, go away and read it for yourselves, but the book of James encourages us to consider how we use our tongue. It says that the tongue, even as small as it is, can build up or it can be poisonous. And I'm sure many of us can testify to words that have built us up in church life and in our family's lives, or words that have knocked us down, actually. Little words can make an incredible difference. And in the past few days, we've heard some incredible words and statements about um, uh, the Queen and that remind us of the uh, life of faith that she lived. Words of the legacy that, uh, uh, from commentators and journalists and, and people that knew her and met her. We've heard moving words from King Charles III, especially in this last day or two, uh, and his declarations and oath, oaths for the role that he's um, stepping into now. And as important as all those words are and were, uh, there's no words as important as the words of Jesus Christ. And this morning, maybe for the first time, you're here, and for the first time, you hear some words of Jesus Christ. And I want to read something from the Bible, because these words not only change a moment in our time, but can change us for eternity. And this is where I'm going to read from the book of John, chapter 6, and from verse 63. If you look up at the screen, the words aren't up there. <laughs> Normally, Adrian's prepared with a PowerPoint. I got a message, uh, I think it was half seven this morning, bless him, saying he was poorly. So I haven't got time to prepare a PowerPoint, but just listen to these words if you've not got a Bible. The Spirit alone gives eternal life. This is Jesus speaking. Human effort, effort accomplishes nothing, but the very words I've spoken to you are spirit and life. The very words that Jesus was speaking was spirit and life. But some of you do not believe me. For Jesus knew from the beginning uh, which ones didn't believe, and he knew who would betray him. Then he said, this, that is why I said that people can't come to me unless the Father gives them to me. At this point... Many of his disciples turned away and deserted him. And we often think, well, Jesus in the flesh in front of us, but people saw everything that Jesus was doing and still many people walked away as they do now. And Jesus turned to the 12, his, his disciples, and he asked, are you also going to leave? Simon Peter replied, Lord, to whom would we go? You have the words that give eternal life. We believe and we know you are the Holy One of God. Incredible, heartfelt response from Peter there. He said, firstly, to whom would we go? To whom would we go? You see, Peter recognised there was something different 
about Jesus. He was incomparable, and there was no one else like him that walked the earth. No one else throughout uh, Peter's history that he ever encountered that was like Jesus. Peter saw that Jesus had a heart for others. He saw his miraculous power at work. He saw that Jesus had compassion for others. It would mean that he'd step over the barriers that uh, society had created. He saw there was something about this man, Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ wasn't or isn't just a good teacher this morning. I want to tell you this. He's not just a religious leader from the past or a wise man or someone, someone that an old, really old book wrote about. He is far more than that. He is more. He is the saviour of the world. He is the saviour of the individuals that shared their story this morning. He is the Messiah. He is God's son. He is the hope of the world, the giver of peace. He is love. He is our freedom. To whom would we go? And I ask that this morning to each of us. Where else is there to go other than Jesus? There's nowhere else to go in this world but to Christ. And that's what Peter discovered in his life. And this morning we can too. And second thing he said there is, is, is profound. You have the words of eternal life. He was directing these words to Jesus. He said, you have the words of eternal life. And listen, some of the words that we hear, hey guys, good job, all dried off, brilliant. (laughs) Some of the words that we hear in this life and the words that culture present to us just present confusion and contradiction and They are difficult to relate to in our own lives. There's many things that are being spouted on social media that just are half-truths. A half-truth is still a lie, isn't it, really? Yeah. A white lie is still a lie. Fake news is not true, okay? So there's things that are being put out there that aren't the truth, that contradict themselves, which are, are wrong. But Peter understood the words of Christ that brought hope for the future and words for life. And this morning, I want to encourage us, just as Peter discovered that for himself, each of you can too. Jesus said is the way, the truth, the life. He said is the only way to the Father. It's through him. His words are full of promise, full of hope for an eternal life with him. And as I read earlier in verse 63, Jesus said, my words are spirit and life. And this morning, we may each have that question of, well, what, what is life all about? Where is my life going? What's happening? What about the future? What about what's gone off in the past? Can I just offer you this? That Jesus' words are hope for life now and life to come. And as Val and Steve and and Caroline have uh, shared this morning and responded to Jesus' words in their own life, I want to encourage you, maybe this morning, you've not got that relationship that they've got with Jesus Christ, but Jesus offers you life right now. In this moment, in his words, he is offering life and hope to you. Jesus came, God became flesh, he died a painful death on the cross, and he rose again to bring you new life. That the words of Christ and the Spirit of God all working together for your salvation for your forgiveness, for that hope that I've talked about for eternal life. So I want to ask you this morning, if you're not in a relationship with Jesus, like many weren't at that time, will you just walk away from those words of spirit and life as people did? Or will you, like Peter, decide to follow Jesus, knowing that he has the words 
of eternal life. Six words for you. It's my story. My story in six words. Loved by God, saved by grace. That can be your story too this morning. There's a loving Heavenly Father who gave his all, Son, for you. Let's just take a moment to pray. This morning we echo Peter's words. To whom else is there to go? Where else can we go other than you, Jesus? Lord Jesus, we declare that you have those words of eternal life. Lord, and I thank you for everyone in this place this morning, whether they know you or not, whether they're walking with you or not. Thank you that that story can be their story, that they are loved by God and can be saved by grace. Lord, I pray that through the power of your Holy Spirit this morning, you would reiterate your words of hope and peace and eternal life to them. I pray that no one would walk away this morning without that reassurance of eternal life through you, Jesus Christ. For the honour and glory of your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Listen, we're going to be hanging around afterwards. We're going to be having some drinks in the garden. Uh, Sam and Alison are on that for us. We invite you to stay. I'll be uh, either emptying the hot, hot tub or having a coffee outside. But please, if you have not got a relationship with Jesus Christ and you want to know more about that journey that Val and Steve and Caroline have begun, please come and talk to me, won't you? Please come and talk to me. Or you can do what uh, Caroline did and drop us a message on Facebook just to find out more, discover what he has for you. Amen. Can I invite you to stand if you're able to as we close our time this morning? That'd be great. Who breaks the power of sin and darkness? Whose love is mighty and so much stronger? This King of glory.